Hello? Hello? Hello. Oh, hey. And welcome to the Pump Fake Podcast Substitute Edition. Substitute Edition. Proudly a part of the Pump Fake Multimedia Industries Incorporated Podcast Network. Yep. Proud to be here. Happy to be filling in on this holiday week. Um, Evan, you got any big plans for the holiday? Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm in Louisville. Yep, the we're, whole week. He, we're here live and in person, recording yep. the pod. It's great. <laughs> yep. Got here on Friday. I'll probably be here till Friday. Yep. And I'm uh, here all the time. Been faking work all week. Yep. <laughs> no. On vacation. Yep. And I'm just gonna hang out and do the pod. So that's pretty much it. No real uh, vacation plans. What about you? No, no plans. You know, this pod's probably gonna be the highlight. Can't travel anywhere because of COVID. Yeah. Can't have any family over. Oh, where so. are we, anyways? Oh, we are in my condo, in my office. <laughs> no name for it. No, no name for no name for the office. <laughs> it's just the office, and I hate it because I'm in here all the time. Oh gosh, <laughs> and I hate being right. here. <laughs> Sounds good. Um. All right, I've got a little agenda here, so wanted to kick it off with the first item. Check in on Eric J. Mm. How's the season been? Some people would say that you dropped off the face of the earth a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, what's this season like, been like? You know, the season's been hard. I, I don't think that's any surprise. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's it's tougher. I think Wall State fantasy football is more fun when you're in the running, when you're in the mix, um, when you're actually winning games, when you feel like your team even has a chance to win a game. When it's one thirty and you're still in the mix, in the hunt for a W that week is a good oh, feeling. Um, so the season has been hard, you know, as we'll get into later, some of the the draft, you know, look backs and different things like that. You know, a few big things that have that have just hurt the season that has made it tough to win, yeah. as we'll see. But I I do resent the fact that I've fallen off or was not engaged. You can ask anybody at the trade deadline. I talked to at least six, if not seven, different teams, wheeling and dealing. I feel like my team is better than it was before the trade deadline. I came very close to beating Connor this week. One mismanagement at the quarterback position cost me a desperately needed win. Um, I have the most points scored against me in the entire league, which is definitely a factor. So it's been a... Just a continuation, really, of what we've seen my whole career. If you look at Connor's history stats, you see I am one of the more unlucky teams in the league, and it's been no different this year. And at this point, all I'm doing is praying not to end up in the suit again while also training for that eventuality, it seems, unfortunately. Yeah. It's interesting because you mentioned this has not been a one-year one thing. You know, last year... I remember this clear as day because um, I was up in Connecticut. I was at a funeral. But last season you started 3-0. and mm-hmm. And you were – there's a lot of smack talk going on. There was a lot of big game talk. And you compare that to the last month of this season, it's night and day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your team has pretty much just been on a downward spiral ever since. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been very hard. It's been very challenging. Um, but we're not giving up hope. Yeah. We're staying committed. Um, I think we will close out the season strong. Um, I think there are multiple scenarios where I'm not in the suit. Yeah. Um, if I you know, can avoid being the regular season loser, 
uh, I do not think I will lose the toilet bowl. I, I, I do not anticipate that. Sounds so I, I think that, you know, all hope is not lost. We're learning a lot this season. And if anything, we'll, we'll come back a lot stronger next year. Yep. All right. Well, yep. You had to clear your name after Alex Cook's allegations. I don't know so. if I'd call it allegations from Cook. <laughs> he was just being a good friend. He just wanted a little yeah. wellness check on me, make sure I was okay. And I was. You know, I'm still out here. Um, and having, you know, at the end of the day, just having a great time doing it. And if anything, you know, this could be really a great chance for me to solidify um, my physical prowess in the league. Yeah. If I, you know, notch up another win in exactly. the jiggy suit, then. Um, that just boisters my claim as one of the fastest members in the league. Yep. Um, You're the only one who's worn a no in the suit yep. race so far. So. Yep. And, you know, there's very few people that I'm afraid of racing in the yep. suit at this point. I think the majority of the league I could take, especially this year, because if I'm in it again, I'll have a huge advantage because I already know the feel of the yep. suit. I know how you have to position your feet, how you need to move in that thing. So um, worst case scenario, I'm back in there. I'll, I'll feel confident that that I'll be able to come up with a victory, especially if it's, if I'm the regular season person and then going up against the toilet bowl, the toilet bowl is almost definitely going to be Ben P. So yeah. there's no way with his zero ACLs that he's even going to be able to, to yeah. walk in the suit possibly. Yep. So that should be an easy victory. Yep. And yeah, the only one who would have an advantage against you would maybe be like mm-hmm. with all of his experience in the suit. Yes. But it would take one of you losing the, um, toilet bowl for that to happen because I think you all are one and two most likely mm-hmm. regular season losers yeah, but um, I would like as one of the people I would be afraid to race in the suit just because he spent so much time in there yeah but it's probably unlikely that you'll both end up in there yeah I mean it would be under 25% chance yeah. probably mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. oh well um, one of the interesting subplots as the season continues I think yeah all right, so uh, next topic on the agenda, I figured in, in customary pump fake fashion, we would either talk about what we had for lunch today or do eight minutes on Cheez-Its. Well, I didn't eat any Cheez-Its today, but I think it would be great if we break down our meals that we've had so far today. All right. Why don't you walk me through what you've eaten first? All right. For breakfast, I had meatballs. Nice. Then I went to the gym, came home, and I ate more meatballs. The double meatball pre and post workout. Yep. <laughs> then I had some buffalo chicken dip. Okay. Good topper. Then um, I waited the rest of the day. I had a big dinner, Simply Thai. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. Did you finish the whole it's, pad thai? I ate the entire thing. That's well, insane. I've done it before, but it's like, it uh, I don't know if I can do it, it sometimes. Wow. It, it was a record for me because I didn't eat from like basically noon until six. Mm, intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But <laughs> I was very active today. I got in, I'm at seven miles, I think, so far, there walking. Plus, got a workout in. Nice. So, burned a lot of calories. And, uh, yeah, Simply Thai is, is great. Good. I get the fried rice. but I Oh, you the, don't get Pad Thai? I don't get Pad Thai. But, but I the fried the, rice is also huge. It's so good, yeah. And I've never finished it before, and I ate the entire thing. Yeah. I think I've finished the Pad Thai before, but a lot of times I can't, because it's just too much food. Yeah. It's really good. And then uh, after that, my mom made M&M cookies, and I had seven of them. 
that's why I had to take a giant dump when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did, you know, for all the listeners who want some insight into really the behind the scenes of the podcasting world. As soon as Evan walked into my condo, he said, I have to take a huge pap yeah. and proceed to go into my bathroom for 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes before we started work yeah. on this podcast. It worked out great because I got the power rankings done while I was in there, so. Mm-hmm. Power rankings. Perfect timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have just been sitting here on the couch doing them, but instead I was sitting on the toilet. Yeah, two and one. That's efficiency. Yeah. But if you're ever in the uh, Louisville metro area, specifically Middletown, Simply Thai is amazing. Simply Thai is really good. Everyone in my family loves it. Yeah, I love it. Me and Boone went there last time he was in town. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, All right, what did you eat? So, um, I don't know if we've talked about this, and I don't talk about it a good much, but I've been... Uh, dieting for the past few months mm-hmm. since we got back from the lake, really, and I was yep. a huge fat so, and because my roommate is a macro personal, counting. Yep, my roommate is a personal trainer, so he's got me on a diet plan. I'm down like nine, nine to ten pounds nice. at this point. Um, shedding yeah. weight for the jiggy suit race. Nice. <laughs> um, but the way I do my eating most days is I do four meals. So I do I usually run or work out during lunch like 12 to 1. So I wake up and do breakfast, which is usually a protein shake, uh, oats with blueberries, some Greek yogurt, and some cashews. And then around 10 a.m., I eat my pre-workout, which is chicken and rice. And then post-workout, I eat some more chicken with (laughs) some fruit and a bagel. Got to get those carbs in post-workout. Today, I ran five miles during lunch. And then dinner is well usually i'll have a snack somewhat before dinner i'll just eat like some more cashews or some cheese or something and then for dinner i usually have either beef or a different type of chicken like chicken thighs or some dark meat with either um chickpea pasta which has been a big thing i've been eating recently because it's got a bunch of protein in it and is really easy to make um or some more rice possibly and that's pretty much what i eat every single day nice. when I diet yeah. and it's been good I like the consistency um, I've gotten really good at cooking different types of chicken we have a great rice cooker which I distinctly remember talking about last season on this podcast with Ben oh, nice. P yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got on there but I remember telling him how great I thought the rice cooker was <laughs> and it's still great um, so yeah happy happy to be dropping some pounds the dieting can be tough it's not a ton of calories more like seventeen to 1800 calories yeah. a day and my watch says I've burned 2,500 today. So nice. I'm ended up in some pretty big deficits, which isn't always fun, but um, has been showing results. So I'm hoping to, I'm going to try and get down below 160 is the goal, get into 155 to 160. And then hopefully when I get there, I can increase the calories and just kind of yeah. maintain that weight. Yep. I'm at 165 right now. Nice. <laughs> and I've been that since for a few months. Yeah. Uh, I was doing eighteen hundred calories a day back in March, April, and I dropped ten pounds. I dropped down to one fifty eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I've built back up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But strategically, I right. don't think I've put on very much fat. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. This is really just to shed fat and get a good foundation. Yeah. And then once I get down there, I'm gonna try and build back up with muscle and get get more lean. Yeah. So yeah, I got suspicious when you said that the built bars weren't in your macros, because they've got great macros. But do they though? They do. 
What are those macros? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't, I don't track my carbs. Mm. I just go... That's what gets you. I just go protein and calories. Yeah. That's mm. all I care about. Yeah, there's probably so. too much fat or carbs in there. I mean, I could probably work them in if I really wanted to, but I'd say, the honestly, the fat for me is the hardest thing to stay under. You don't realize how everything has like five or six grams of fat, and that yeah. adds up really fast because I'm only allowed 45 grams of fat per day. Wow. And 170 carbs. Oh. The carbs isn't too bad, but yeah, the fat is tough to meet. And then 180 grams of protein per day. Yeah. Hence all the chicken and protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. Well, fascinating. Yeah. Really insightful stuff. Yeah. Hopefully the league can all take some notes. Important, especially those in contention for the jiggy suit. Maybe now is the mm-hmm. time if you're in that position to adopt some sort of weight loss plan here. Um, a fitness regimen of sorts yep. to prepare for that race. Specifically Ben P. Yeah, mostly Ben P is who we're talking to here, who is really yep. going to be up against it if it, if it comes down to the Jiggy Suit race for him. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've got an agenda here, a few things that we'll cover. We're going to do a draft board review. We're going to go back, look at the draft in-depth, or however in-depth we want to do. Maybe it won't be very in-depth. <laughs> Um, we'll just cruise through the first round and that's it. <laughs> We've got power rankings, and while we do the power rankings, we'll do uh, playoff scenarios. You haven't seen the power rankings, so we'll get live no, reactions. Live reactions from me on the power rankings. Yeah, and then uh, we'll go through uh, next week's matchups because they are very important. We've got two weeks left in the season, and lots at stake. Yep, time to nut up or shut up for a lot of teams. Yep. Myself included. Yeah. So it's gonna be very interesting. Do we want to start with the draft board? Yeah, that's what I had first, so I figured okay. I'll just go in order. Do you wanna get through your whatever emotions you need to let out after looking at how you drafted? Not yet. <laughs> um I guess uh I liked what we were doing earlier, like looking at the first four picks. Mm-hmm. I want to see, let's look at the best teams, see what they did. Let's look at the worst teams, see what they did, mm-hmm. and uh, go from there. So, division leaders, Cook, Tiz, and Griffin. Mm-hmm. Cook's draft goes Kamara, Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, Melvin Gordon. That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. And if you look at the people... Kamara is a steal at six. Right. I mean... Right. And if you look at, the, like, around where Julio is, who else he would have taken, like... Could have taken Mike Evans. Could have taken, taken Mike Evans. Chris Carson. Could have taken Hopkins. Oh, man. The first... Those five picks were all pretty good. Yeah. And then I got left with Kittle, who I thought, I still think is a great pick. Just can't stay healthy. Didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I feel like it kind of drops off with Godwin. Yeah. Holmes Galladay. Allen Robinson's been good. I like his pick there. I liked yeah. Allen Robinson. Not and my then, type of player, but he's been good. And then Gordon. Gordon was great <coughs> because Lindsey was out. Yeah. Ever since he's been back, not been so great. But he did have two touchdowns this last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But overall, yeah, yeah, I think Cook had a really strong... Tiz Four. also got Tiz. a steal at number seven. Cook. Cook. Cook's been incredible. Yeah, I mean, if we redrafted, what if you redraft yeah. now, what's it look like? Assuming. Cook and Kamara probably are one, two. Yeah, because I guess you. 
I guess in this scenario, we're going to have to assume that you know that Barkley and McCaffrey yeah. get injured, and no one's going to take Zeke or yeah. Edwards Alaire and probably not say anymore. Cook, Camaro, then probably Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So really that middle of the draft board got blessed with the best yeah. running backs. Yeah. <laughs> the top three, the top four running backs really all busted from injury. I mean, I guess Zeke, Zeke yeah. has actually been pretty good. Been I shouldn't fine. say he busted, he's been, but uh, not what you really want. Yeah. He's been top and, ten. Um, but I think, but still, you take you take Henry, Kamara, or Cook over any of them. Yep. Um, and then Griffin, amazing. What he's uh, gotten out of the season with Michael Thomas being his first pick. Right. I mean, basically the exact same. <laughs> the most hated teammate, yeah. maybe, in the league, it seems, at times. Michael, Michael Thomas, who's now off his team. Yeah. But then he That's had Devontae so. Adams, who was also roughed up with injuries. Yep. Um, I remember then, just I remember just the chagrin and the exclamations from Griffin as he took David Johnson and Todd Gurley yep. as his running backs, and he seemed so unhappy. <laughs> And I think it was the right feeling at the time, but it yeah. it's ended up it working out, I think, as best as he could have hoped. They, yeah. they scrapped together good weeks most of the time, mm-hmm. and that's all he needed. Yeah, and the rest of his team has, has been good. So, yeah. I think... It's interesting because a big part of his season has been Adam Thielen, who's been amazing. Yep. Which goes Which back to that trade with Ben. Yep. Where he got, I mean, very lucky considering he trades Dak Prescott a week before he gets injured. Incredible. Yeah. And sometimes that's all that's how it sometimes, breaks in fantasy football. Yeah. One move at the right time, you're just in the right place. Yeah. And it can make your season. So yeah, I think if you told Griff he would be where he is now on draft night, he would be ecstatic. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And then Will Fuller was an absolute steal in the seventh round also. Yeah. I, so. I just could I can never bring myself to draft or want Will Fuller on my team. Oh, I love Will Fuller. But Yeah. But it's really worked out for him this year as he yeah. stayed healthy. And the Texans are pretty awful, so they've been throwing a lot. Yeah. All right. Now let's look at the uh, bottom bottom feeders, the next oh, two teams. Gosh. Eric J. and Like W. Gosh, my draft is the... just so painful. It is just <laughs> abysmal. And let's not forget, as I alluded to earlier, just terrible luck in this league. Let's not forget that I got last place in draft selection in order <laughs> i got stuck with the 10 spot think about just how different this season could be for me if i was drafting sixth yeah could be a totally different season my fate was arguably sealed the moment i got last and got stuck in 10th so bad luck from the beginning and then chubb and sanders which i think at the time were both good picks and are still good picks as i told you before we started since 2019, the two league leaders in yards per carry are Chubb and Sanders. And they've been good when they played. They've unfortunately both just been hurt. Yeah. And I did trade away Sanders. But now Chubb is back. And then the Lamar-Andrews stack is just brutal. brutal. Um, was really hoping that would work out. At the time, I don't think that was a misguided gamble. I knew it was a gamble. Um, and that did not pan out. And now, obviously, Andrews has moved on. And then Cortland Sutton just moving down to the fifth round, too. Hurt. Done. So... Honestly, just injuries and bust on those first five picks. It was going to be very hard for me to have a good season. Yep. Um, I would do almost anything to go back and take two receivers in round three and four. Um, so you could have gotten... I could have just taken well, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Coop, Cooper Cup, um, you know, yeah. DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, all were there. I mean, honestly, though, 
Odell, done for the year. DJ Moore, has been underperforming. Yeah. <laughs> AJ Brown was hurt for like the first four, four or five weeks. And then Cooper Cup, I've gotten another league, and he has been not great. Yeah. He was, true. I think, wide receiver 25 before this last week. Yeah. Which <laughs> he finally had a good game, but... Yeah, he looked really good in last night's yeah in last night's game. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it was just that tenth spot. It's not good. It's so bad. There's a reason no one picked it. It's a yeah. terrible spot. Well, he could have gotten Todd Gurley. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. I don't think there's much. I, there's not much realistically on draft night that I think I could have done differently that would have made yeah. a huge difference in my season yeah. outside of like picking someone who went, like, in the 7th or 8th round, right? Like, way up. Yeah. Like, anything that was seemed realistic, yeah. I don't think I could have done much differently. It's just tough. My fate was sealed from the beginning. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. And I think we should really look at not doing... I think we should really start looking at giving the teams that finish really poorly better drafting position. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't matter. Auction draft. Auction draft, yeah. Perfect. This is just so much better for me since I always end up last. Yeah. When we were in Brad's league, I also got last. The year I did Brad's league, I got the last selection yeah. in the draft. So nice. I'm very auction draft is gonna solve all of that. It's yeah. gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I got the first selection and then my number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, you also games. you also had a pretty abysmal <laughs> draft one through four. Yeah. <laughs> Not which I think you're in a similar spot of me as I don't think at the time those were bad selections. Yeah. I mean, no one wasn't gonna take McCaffrey one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I really wanted Hopkins. Isaac got him. Would you have taken Hopkins over Kittle? Yes. If you had taken and, Kittle? And I also would have taken Kelsey. Those, I was feeling really good after Ben's pick of Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to... They have to go 1-2 for me to not get Kelsey or Hopkins. <laughs> and they did. And then Kittle came, <coughs> and I was like, all right, I'm fine with Kittle. I almost took Mahomes. That's the other, other person I would have taken, which yeah. obviously probably would have been better yep. over mm-hmm. the course of the season. But, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, the big the big miss for me was uh, um, DK Metcalf. I took two receivers at the turn of the 4-5, and mm-hmm. then Metcalf was the next receiver off the board. That's tough. That's tough. tough. DJ Chark and McLaurin, who's been great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But, yeah, if you had McLaurin and Metcalf. If I had McLaurin and Metcalf, I probably would be in a much better position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, tough. And I mean, Godwin, yeah. I think at the time, too, was a good pick, but battled injuries. It's been it's been good. You look at, um, yeah, I mean, Patrick, Mixon, Drake, Moore, Brown. I mean, I think we all know. I mean, you don't want Joe Mixon or Kenyon Drake really on your team. No. And then... I mean, Kenyon Drake's not even a starting running back. Yeah. So, to 50, take him 50, with 50 almost point. a first-round pick, you know, the first yeah. pick of the second round. We could have gotten better value in the ninth. Absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, A.J. Brown being injured. D.J. Yeah. Moore underperforming. Yeah. Yeah, I knew there was no way I was going to draft Joe Mixon. Neither of my spots yeah. if he was there. I just, couldn't, just one of those players you just don't want, like you said, on your team at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's tough with those those first four. And as we're seeing, I mean, you, you miss on, on those first four picks in a substantial way, whether it's like two or three of them. I mean, you're, you're basically shot. It's tough basically to make up over. for that. It's really tough to make up for your top players not being who you thought they were. Yeah, yeah you look at Mark. He goes three for four. Yep. Derrick Henry, Mike, Mike Evans. Hasn't been amazing. I mean, let's just fine. go – let's go through everyone real quick and go how many for four. Yeah. So – you 
one for four with Chark or Godwin? I mean, are those a half? A half each and we'll give you one? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I would say, so I took Chark and McLaurin back to back. So mm-hmm. I guess if you want to say one, yeah, McLaurin was the only one who hit for me, but he's technically the fifth round. But Yeah, I, I yeah, think we can give you I a one. I turned Chris Godwin into Josh Allen, which I feel like right. has been a success. Yeah, I think so. we can give you a one out of four. Yeah. Isaac, three out of four, right? Hopkins, Mahomes, Woods. Two and a half, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, Woods, you're not expecting to be amazing, but he's yeah. been he's been okay. Yeah, I mean, he's the number 10 receiver right now in PPR. Oh. I don't think they do he the half-point ranking. He had a huge week this last week, two touchdowns, but yeah, he's been good. Yeah, he's been really good. So, yeah, I think two and a half to three for him, and that's why he has yep. a winning record. Kev. Kev, two for four. I mean, two for four. Holiday's been so in and out of the lineup. Yeah, Ingram. And then eh. Ingram bust. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ingram not very two good. Two for four. We'll uh, give him a two for four. Ben P. Actually, I mean, two, two and a half, three out of four. Yeah. Hurts, obviously, major bust. Yeah. Thielen's been great. Thielen's Carson's been great. great. Carson's been really just Allaire has been, The you two know. that actually worked out the best. Yeah. Away. Yeah, and, and I mean, Alaire was a top Alaire's, 10. Yeah, Alaire's been good. I mean, he definitely should have taken Henry Kamara or Cook, who all went right yeah. after. <laughs> right, but, <laughs> but still. But, we'll give him, yeah. yeah. Um, Mark, three, 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 for, three four. for four, a solid yeah. three. Solid Le'Veon three. Bell, huge bust, Yeah, but a solid three for four. Um, I think a solid three for four for Cook. Yeah. I mean, with the Melvin Gordon, kind of yeah. shaky. But I think Allen Robinson, Julio, and Kamara, yeah. you would all be happy with. Gordon's been good so, like, for the all the year. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. So a strong, a strong three. Tiz, four. <laughs> yeah. I think four for four. Cook four James Connor has been decent. James Connor, yeah. Yeah, he's a little good, below expectations, but, but still good. Still solid. No bust by any means. Ridley's really good, and Cooper's been good. Yep. So I think a solid four. Same with I mean. Uh, Connor, two. two. Connor, yeah. two. I agree, because Juju below expectations. They spread the ball around so yeah. much, and Jonathan Taylor's yeah not been what we thought. Scruff. Um, I mean, two? yeah, yeah. I was gonna say two. <laughs> yeah, because Michael Thomas has been out. Yeah, Monte Adams has been good. good. He also missed some time, but it's been good. David Johnson's been serviceable. Yeah. And then Todd Gurley's been good. Yeah. And yeah, Gurley's top 10 RB. So yeah, we'll give him two. Um, you, me. 0 for 4. No. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, I guess I guess you could give. It depends how much you want to the Chubb, shove injury. Chubb and He's Sanders back. have been good yeah. when they're on the field. Yeah. I think one. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, one. Arguably a half. Yeah. Well, I'd say two halves for one. Two halves for a total of one. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like one, one. <laughs> Jones, Eckler probably sure. would have been good. Yeah, if he hadn't got hurt. Yeah, Odell was okay, and then he got yeah. hurt. And Cup, and as Cup. we talked about, yeah. Cup already, he's been fine. And then Patrick, one. <laughs> I guess if you want to count similar AJ situations Brown, to me, yeah. Uh-huh. AJ Brown would be the only one. Maybe a couple halves, and but... he didn't really play until week five. So yeah. So yeah, I'm, but I mean Drake Drake has been an RB2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not a complete disaster. Yeah. So I think 
What this shows is you need two. You need at least two. two. You need two good. You need a minimum of two really good players out of those four, preferably in your top selections. But any of those, if you don't hit at least two of those, if more than two of them for injury or whatever go down, you're done. And you really need two and a half, at least a serviceable, if not a three, to really be a contending team. Because, I mean, you start looking past the fourth round. I mean, how much have any of those players down there really mattered that much? It's a great question. Why don't we, uh, let's do best player outside the fifth round. Outside the fifth round. All right. So, I mean, if you want to include fifth round, Kyler's probably in there. Yeah. But, and Keenan Allen went in the fifth round. That's kind of crazy. Keenan Allen and DK Metcalf. But uh, Yeah, those are the top five. So, looking at six. Honestly, um, Stephon Diggs has been really good. Yeah, that's um, probably. I mean, the QBs. The yeah, the QBs. Like Josh Allen going really late. I mean, that's probably it, right? Yeah. Is Josh Allen going in the tenth round? But honestly, he's probably just like Maybe. outside of QBs. I mean, who would you rather have, Russell Wilson or Devin Singletary? Right. <laughs> <laughs> who would you have, Russell Wilson or Tyler Boyd? <laughs> yeah. Or AJ Green. Yeah. Or so. Yeah, I think some of those QBs. I mean, even Deshaun Watson was probably yeah. a good pick there. Yeah, I Dak think so. definitely was before the injury. Yeah, so. I would much rather have Sean Watson. But, yeah, like, like, when you get into the eighth, town, eighth round, like, Jordan Howard, Hayden Hurst, Marvin Jones, James White, Marlon Mack, Matt Breda, Christian Kirk, Sonny Michelle, Carrion Johnson, CeeDee Lamb there, maybe okay, Alexander yeah. Matson, Tevin Coleman. That's not, like, yeah. moving the needle. Like, you could have any one of those players on your team yeah. for somebody else. It's not going to make or break the season. The only ones season. that you would maybe be happy with is probably Christian Kirk and C.D. Lamb. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, you'd be fine with it, but there are other players in the ninth round, like Deontay Johnson, been pretty good. Darius Slane, who you'd be just as happy with as those guys. Yeah. So I think in the seventh round, Will Fuller deserves to be in the conversation. Yep. Probably a top 15 wide receiver or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep, he is actually 15th, at least in standard scoring. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, when 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 does the last serviceable running back go off the board? Uh, so oh, what do you we weren't even talking about this. James Robinson in the 10th round? Yeah, funny story. Uh, man. So on draft night, the actual blurb that came across Sleeper was James Robinson was going to start week one for the Jaguars. Yeah. And I was, I was standing in the back at Connor's house and he comes up to me and goes, would James Robinson be a good pick? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And I was going to take him with my next pick, but Connor got him. Yeah. I think, yeah, we missed Actually, out. I, that is the best, a top five RB yeah. in the 10th round. That is it. the best pick. Yeah. That is the best pick. But outside, I mean, I'm looking the green squares on the draft board outside of James Robinson there's nothing as yeah. far as running backs go that are really Justin Jackson someone you good games but yeah. only because of an injury but yeah but anyone you're excited about I mean excited about having on your team I mean Chase Edmonds yeah of course <laughs> Chase Edmonds that goes without saying we know that is an elite running back yeah. that was an absolute steal in the absolute ninth round steal. but I say all this Hines has been good Hines has been it. okay in the vein of, at least for Except myself, I dropped him like three weeks into the season after he had two duds. I, I think at least for myself, we, and I remember doing a similar thing to this last year with Ben P, where I think we may have gone through the first four. I put 
so much effort. You just scrutinize your picks through those rounds so much. And then when you go back and look, yeah, it just doesn't really change. Like realistically, you who like. you would have picked, yeah, it doesn't move the needle past the first four or five rounds. I mean, if you get lucky and you hit on James Robinson in the tenth round or something, that happens. That's incredible. But how much of that can you really plan for? Right. Sometimes that's just a stroke of. That's mostly just a yeah. stroke of luck. And so, it's really. I mean, I feel like next year, or at least with the draft, like auction draft, I need to figure out the four players that I want most and really feel like those are not going to bust or suck and just lock in on those and then fill out the rest with people I like and not worry too much and then be active on the wire and trades if you need to fill in those gaps. Yeah. Just depends. I, I do think there's an understated aspect of what your play style is because I always feel like my the best – the best strength that I have is picking out players late in the draft. And I feel like I would have gotten that this year with Debo in the seventh round if he mm. just stayed healthy. Mm. But he's been in and out of the lineup. Yeah. Lindsey was solid if he hadn't gotten hurt. But then, yeah, he's hasn't looked good recently. But And then Edmonds. Um, but I just think that's that's more of my style. And so that makes me. That's why I decided to pay up for Kittle this year because I was like, I'm gonna get a stud, tight end, and then see if I can piece it together later on. But I just had so many injuries that, yeah, just couldn't piece it couldn't, together. Couldn't work. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah, it's Lots gonna to, be a. It's gonna be a very interesting draft next year. Yeah, it's interesting to look back, especially because this has this won't have any relevance to next year, but. Right. <laughs> just because it's the last time we'll ever be able to look back on a board. Who knows? Maybe we'll hate auction draft and go back. Yeah, we can always vote. We can always vote to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very but curious think, what people think of the auction draft. I think it'll be a lot I more fun. Be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be more fun. It'll be more involved. It should be, it should be more fair. I mean, it definitely is more fair. As someone who feels the most cheated by the drafting <laughs> process, I think it will be much more fair. At yeah. least, but it is also. Not as good because at least this year, like I can use that as part of my scapegoat story. Yeah. Next year, when I pay a hundred dollars for Kyler Murray and then he busts, <laughs> then I'm not gonna have anyone to blame but myself. <laughs> so yeah. we'll be very interesting the drafting next year. All right. Anything else about the draft board? No, I think that was a good overview. I think we did a decent deep dive there. Yeah. And gave gave some people some nuggets to think about. I would like to think so. Yeah. As they're as they're reevaluating what's happened in their lives. Since that draft, you know, yeah. it's always you got to go back and, and analyze your past performance, which, mm-hmm. as we all know, is a key indicator of future success. Yep, so you want to look at your past performance, see how you did and get ready for next year. Whenever you're looking at data, yep. what's the number one indicator of the future? Past performance. Yep. That is tried and true. That's 90 percent of my job. And oh, yeah. honestly, <laughs> I look at the run rate for the past month. I average that, and then I tell them that is what's going to happen in the future, and yeah. I don't go much farther. And it's worked out well. Yeah. No one really questions it. Everyone <laughs> believes it. And if there's anything that happens outside of that, you just say, yeah, that was outside of the run rate. You're like, oh, it makes perfect sense. Well, we had this happen. That's what, that's what made it different. Yeah. <laughs> if not, it would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you take out all the factors that I didn't account for. Yeah. I would have been perfect. The players that I had drafted were all good. Yeah. <laughs> it would have turned if, out amazing. Yeah. If Lamar Jackson didn't suck, I could be one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's absolutely all right. terrible. Next segment. Insert segment noise. 
power rankings and playoff scenarios. Power rankings. I'm very excited to react to these slash live. jiggy suit scenarios. All right, number twelve. No surprise. It's you. Yeah, I was prepared for this. Yeah, uh, it's been this way for several weeks. So you're two and nine, and there are scenarios for you to get out of the jiggy suit as a regular season loser. But none of them are the most likely outcome, which is right now. So you're tied in record with like, but he's almost definitely going to get you in the points scored tiebreaker. Yeah. So you're going to need to pass him up in record, which means you've got to get one more win with two weeks to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. That's if he doesn't get a win. Yeah. So mm-hmm. There's that. And then there's the outside shot that you could pass Ben P if you go 2-0 and and he goes 0-2. I think that could happen. It's it's not impossible. I have faith. We don't we'll get into some of the matchups later. I have faith that Ben P could drop. Yeah. We've seen losing streaks like this before in fantasy. Oh yeah. We've seen winning streaks like this. Anything that you can go on huge streaks. Looking no right. doubt. I could pick up a couple wins at then. I'm due. My team is better. My team is getting healthier. We have benched Lamar. Herbert is ready. <laughs> We're gonna get the win this week. And I don't think, yeah, I agree. It's not the most likely scenario, but I definitely think it's possible. And then I am just going to have to get some luck and hope to pick up uh, Owen over like. So, yeah, I'm definitely last in the power rankings. It hurts, but it was expected. Yeah. All right. Number 11. Same as last week also. I got Ben P. Yeah. Predicted that so, as well. Yeah. His team is just pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got four wins. But one of the main reasons why I have him at number 11 and not like is like still has at least however you want to call it uh extremely unlikely chance at the playoffs it's still not impossible mm-hmm. he's in the points scored i've been looking at a lot he's got 1243 patrick's got i think 1290 something like that so he needs basically two weeks where he blows up goes for 140 150 back-to-back weeks and then he's got a chance if everything else goes his way it could happen. It could That happen. seems pretty unlikely. Not though. impossible. But with Ben P, I don't think that there's any way that he makes the playoffs. He's out of it record-wise because right now you need to get seven wins. Yeah. Most he can get is six. Yeah, that's always how it is. You always yeah. need seven wins. And he's like 150 points or something outside of the point score, so there's no way that he can get there. Yeah. So Ben P, I would say, safe to say, eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. Even though he's got two more wins. But also I just think his team is... Absolutely terrible. Yeah, if his team was spread, are Ben and I the only teams that are totally eliminated from playoff contention at this point? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like, it was a very unlikely, but still technically, pro- at least in the realm of possibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is pretty spicy when you think about it. To yeah. have two weeks left and have ten of... Yep. Uh, or, the, yeah, that many... Ten of twelve yeah, still technically alive. Um, Definitely a lot different than like, past years. Usually yeah. at this time, there's like... Two or three teams maybe vying for the last spot. Right, but everyone else is pretty yeah. locked in. The divisions. Mm-hmm. Yep, the divisions. Well, it's the point scored tiebreaker. The point scored tiebreaker. Yeah. That's the... Uh, Keeps everyone in the yeah. mix. I really like that we did that. Yeah. I but, think it's been good. Yeah, I agree with your analysis here until like, Ben's team sucks. Um, poor, poor drafting, poor management, poor trades. But he's got four wins because he's lucky. Which, yeah. when you look, again, at Connor's historical data, 
luckiest see, team in the luck, history of this league. You see the luckiest team in the history of this league. And it's frustrating to see it happen time and time again. But there's oh, nothing to do about yeah. it. And I guess, you know, we're saying he's lucky this year. I mean, it's not I mean, lucky to, <laughs> to be out yeah. of playoff contention and have four wins and trending down. So You're saying it should be worse. It should be worse. <laughs> it should be even worse than how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. So at number 10, we've got Like W. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Infamously has lost eight games in a row. Uh, two and nine. He Incredible. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. Um, so, now he has come out in the group meet and claimed that he will win this week against me. Strong which, words. Yeah. Strong words. First he's time I feel a, like he's ever done something like this. Yeah. Maybe he did something like this last year. He's taking a play out of your book. Yeah. Some of the yeah. guarantees and the smack talk. He's well, throwing it, it right back worked, in your face. It has not worked out for me so far this year. It has not. <laughs> so, so hopefully it won't work out for him either. Yeah. Um, I mean, his team's definitely, I think, a different tier than Ben and I's teams. Um, and I, I don't hate his roster when I look at it. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities for him to pick up a few of these wins and, and pretty much knock me out, you just gotta unfortunately. Um, you can't outpoint him, but, you know, his... He is kind of gambling. I mean, the the yeah, Kareem Hunt I mean, thing is kind of a gamble. Kareem Hunt, I feel like is. A, I would I would like to have Kareem Hunt on my compared to, to my running backs right now. But, yeah, but I mean, yeah. It's Curtis also Samuel is kind of a sketchy flex play. Yeah, Tannehill. Tannehill was really good. I've got him in in another league, and he's just he's been good. His uh his schedule the past like. Five or six weeks has just been super tough. Oh, yeah. Every week he has a tough matchup. Chicago, Indianapolis, Baltimore. Yeah. Played Pittsburgh week yeah. seven. Pittsburgh plays Indianapolis again this yeah. week. So it's just, yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, um, so not... Yeah, Connor is up against the Baltimore D. Not, not amazing matchups across the board. Um, I would definitely say... You're probably favored in this matchup, even though Sleeper has you as the underdog. Yeah. But we all know how whack their projections basically are. Basically 50-50. Right now they're counting on Mike Davis to have five points, and they've basically already ruled McCaffrey out. So Yeah. They'll probably project him up at like 13, right. and then I'll be favored. But Yeah, then you'll be favored pretty strongly. So I'll be rooting for you, um, yeah. and I think you have like ac- accurately placed in the power rankings. Yeah. Number 10. So <clears throat> number 9. I've got myself. Mm. Um, Humble. Yeah. And I guess, listen, I think that I'll make the playoffs. Still. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Basically, I mean, this last week, I was pretty much already eliminated record-wise before this last loss. Yeah, that's true. My real only chance is the points category, which right now I'm 12 behind Patrick, 3 behind Kevin. So it's basically, I mean, we're all you're we, all in it. We're all in it. Um, it's almost definitely going to be one of us. It's just a matter of who's it going to be. And uh, these last two weeks are going to be big. I get Josh Allen back this week. It's Ho- huge. Hopefully, I get Debo back this week. And um, yeah, I need my team to have some big weeks. But the reason I've got myself at number nine, opposed as opposed to some other people, is that is my only outcome and I am trailing 
I mean, mm-hmm. you're technically still in third. Technically, yeah. If if I had to choose between my position and Patrick's, I would take his because he's got a twelve point advantage. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it could literally come down to five points or something crazy. It's crazy like when that. you think about how thin that margin is. I yep. mean, one dropped catch. I remember two years ago, our tiebreaker between me and you was like six points. Yes. That was the difference between. I think it was longer than playoffs. that. I think it was like three or four years ago because I think yeah. it was like our senior year in college and yeah. I'll never forget that it was a Tyler Lockett drop <laughs> I will never forget it if, he, if Tyler Lockett would have caught this open pass I would have won yeah. and uh, made the playoff yeah that's crazy just more examples of my bad luck yeah. it's just the worst <laughs> yeah. I just am so bad I just get so broken my fantasy anyways yeah. We already did my mental health segment, but I agree with you ranking yourself at nine. As you said, you still got a shot yeah. um, at the playoffs. Could go either way, but you are technically behind. Um, but, yeah, I think Josh Allen against the Chargers shootout this week. Hopefully for with, both of our sins. Yeah, hopefully uh, a shootout with Herbert. Like you said, they're going to project Mike Davis up. Um, yeah. I th- I, your team definitely has potential to put up the yeah. points you need. Yep, I so think so, too. It's just a matter of will it happen. Yeah, which... Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So probably 50-50. It either will happen or it won't. Yep. All right. Number eight, I've got Isaac M. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's a little bit of shakeup. Yeah. This is not what I expected. Down two spots from last week. Did he win this week? I can't remember. I think he lost barely I think he lost. To Cook. Yes. He lost by four points about to Cook. A little less than four. So he really needed that win Mm -hmm. to get in the playoffs. But the reason that I've got him eight... Obviously, he had a bad week, less than 100 points. Um, yeah. But he's kind of out of it on the points scored. I mean, he's he's going to need, I think he's like 100 behind, maybe even more. Um, and, and you know what I'm also just noticing is I outscored, I outscored Cook and him. If I would have played either of them yeah, schedule-wise, division. I would have won. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> is it funny? <laughs> is it funny? <laughs> hey, we're both 0-4 in our division. God, just brutal. But, brutal. yeah, Isaac definitely needed that win. He needed that win. He's he's pretty much out of it on points scored. So the only chance I think that he has is he needs to... To win the division? No, he needs... Well, he can get the fifth wild card spot because he's got six wins. Record-wise, yeah. Yeah, he just needs to get out on record. He needs to win these last two weeks, get to eight wins, and hope yeah. that Mark goes... Either zero and two or one and one because he can beat Mark in the tiebreaker because Mark does not have very many points either. I think yeah, I think when I looked, Mark's got a fifteen point advantage, which Isaac can make up. Yeah, you can make it's that up. Definitely possible. Yeah, um, not well, He's going to need to. Do they play each other? No, they don't. Nope. So he's going to need Mark to drop. Mark plays Ben and Patrick are the last two games. Um, Gosh, that so, division. Yeah, so Isaac's going to need. So I actually think, I actually think that I might have a better chance at the playoffs than Isaac, but I've got him at eight because his team, six wins and. Um, I think I would yeah. rather be in your spot than Isaac's. Yeah, I think so. Because I would rather take the gamble on trying to get the points. Because you don't need, I mean, you don't win. That's where it gets tricky. Win loss wise, you don't need anyone to do anything. Yeah. You just need points. I just need. And I'd rather be in that position than to have Isaac basically need to win out and have someone else go at minimum one and one, if not over. Um, But he's still in the mix. And so by that same logic, I've got Patrick at number seven because I'd rather be him than Isaac right now. 
And yeah. his team's been pretty good the last few weeks. Yeah. I mean, he definitely deserves it on team talent. You mm-hmm. got Dalvin Cook, um, some other pieces that have been playing well. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so number seven is Patrick. And I think he's got just as good of a chance. Well, percentage slightly favors him over me and mm-hmm. Kevin, but... Um, yeah, his team's been really good. Another team that's been unlucky, schedule-wise, yeah. injury-wise. Schedule-wise, injury-wise. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough season for Patrick. Um, but but his team's definitely on, on the upswing, and yeah, with the lead are. in the points, he's definitely still very much I mean, there was a playoff point, race. There was a point in the season where he was at the very bottom, not only in mm-hmm. record, but also in points. Yeah. And he's had some big weeks in the past, like he said, uh weeks like I don't know what five through eight or something like that yeah and recently his team's just been clicking yeah Brady and Gronk turned it on Dalvin Cook's been good Drake's been better than he was to start the season and honestly it could work out perfectly for him because you want to be peaking at the end of the season yeah and I mean once you get into the playoffs the seeding doesn't really matter that's the thing it's about anyone's this. it's anyone's game yep. we know six seeds can win yep and the thing about the points scored is you're gonna have a team that's hot in there that team may I mean whoever gets that spot they could be dangerous for sure absolutely yeah if you're and I guess how does the playoff seeding work I'm just gonna so I can like change it to however it needs to be but I was just gonna make it the sixth spot was a highest score spot and then the wild card spots were gonna be four and five Mm mm-hmm and then the division champions would be one, two, and three based on yeah. record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, first two seeds first get a two buy. First two would get a buy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's looking like that'll be Alex yeah, so C and Alex T. If you're the low division winner and you had to play the high score. Yeah. In the first round, that's dangerous. Yep. It's very dangerous. And yeah, that could very easily be Patrick. Yep. So. Very interesting. Um. So yeah. Patrick, I think I had at seven last week, same as this week. Number six, I've got down one spot. I put Mark at number six. Mark at six, okay. Yeah. And I actually think that Mark has a decent chance to miss. Um, reason being, he will, well, he'll get the tiebreaker over Isaac, but mm-hmm. he's really going to worry about Kevin, who, spoiler, I have at number five. Mm-hmm. Um. Kevin will beat him in the tiebreaker. Kevin's at six wins. Yeah. So if Kevin goes 2-0 and oh, and Mark goes 1-1, one and one, or if Mark goes 0-2 oh and, and Kevin goes 1-1, one and one, Mark would be out of the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which are both definitely plausible situations. Right. I mean, the only way Gosh, that Mark... This playoff scenario is just so fickle. Yeah. <laughs> the only way that Mark can guarantee himself a playoff spot is by going 2-0. and oh. And goes, Ben's a free win. Yeah, you would think, unless, I mean... <laughs> what happens happens but Ben's then he's got to play he's got to play Patrick he's got to play Patrick who, whose team is going to be motivated and as we talked about is hot yep I mean so, you figure Mark's probably going to go at best one and one probably one and one yeah is probably what's going to happen so if Kevin goes two and oh Mark's out yeah <laughs> and yeah I think uh, you know Mark's had some some down weeks recently it's not impossible and then there's also the possibility that Isaac could also pass him if because mm-hmm. they're only 15 points separated 
Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if Isaac goes 2-0 and and passes him in the points scored, then he would also drop out. So there are several scenarios mm-hmm. that Mark misses the playoffs. Um, but yeah. one of the other reasons I had Kevin above him in the power rankings and in playoff scenarios is Kevin could also get in on points. Mm-hmm. Not only can he get in on record, um, but he can also get that point spot. So yeah. Kevin actually Kevin's has in a really lot. good spot. Yeah, he's even though technically right now he's on the outside looking in, he's got many different things that can happen to get him in the playoffs. He mm-hmm. either just needs to outscore me and Patrick, or he needs to outwin Mark, and he's in basically. If yeah, if his team plays well and he wins or scores points, he should be in. Yeah, well, he's the most likely candidate to if get his, in. If his team puts up. 130, 120 these next two weeks, and he misses, it'll be uh, the stars aligning for him to miss, basically. Right. So, um, yeah. But Kevin... But really, what a... You know, before we move on all the way, what a great season for Mark. You know, even if he ends up missing the playoffs, we love to see the turnaround after a brutal season last year. I mean, we did all the analysis on his unfortunate, you know schedule and how we all would have fared so poorly if we had Mark's yeah. schedule last year. So I'm just really excited to see him. Seven and four in playoff contention. Good season for yeah. him. Not very minimal risk of him ending up in the jiggy suit again. So we yeah. love that for Mark. Well talk about I mean obviously a comeback story, you know, he proved a lot of haters wrong this year, but we've talked about in the podcast has talked about how his schedule this season has been insanely easy. I can't remember who told yep. me. I think Connor said that the only times that Mark has lost this season was when his opponent scored over 100 points. Something crazy like that. Jeez. Um, but he's earned it after last year. That's yeah, how it goes. Yeah, I mean, but it could be this interesting situation where we're going into next season and we don't really know what what kind of uh, fantasy player Mark is. Two fluke seasons mm-hmm. back-to-back in different directions. But, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. The, when the, I really want to make myself feel bad, I'm going to go back and look at Mark's schedule this year and see yeah. how I would have done if I had Mark's schedule. Or if yeah. I were in a different division. Yeah. But I don't want Enough. to feel that bad right now, so I'm not going to go dig into that. But talk about just looking at last week. I mean, Mark lost by 1.8 points. If he had won against Griffin, he's sitting in the lead for his division right now. Jeez. He probably almost definitely would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, setting at eight and three right now. Yeah, top of your division. Yeah, so that could prove to be a brutal uh, yeah, loss. Yeah, that's why it's so hard. I mean, it's fun to joke about, but it's like, how do you even say X person is a good fantasy player <laughs> when we will ridicule if Mark blows this Mark and blows, misses the playoffs? Done. We're gonna make fun of Mark, of course, and say, yeah. "Oh, you missed the playoffs. He sucked that season. You suck in fantasy." And that is all right. and But 1.8 points might have been the difference. Yep. And so, so many times, it's like, how can you say anyone is actually good at this when if one player catches one pass, you make the playoffs? I and mean, then he sometimes. Shouldn't, he shouldn't have played Juju. And then sometimes. 3.9 points. He, he had AJ Green on his bench, 12.1. It's just bad management. Sometimes you. <laughs> you if you would have gotten in, if that one player would have caught the ball, you would have won the title. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just crazy to think about how, how thin the lines are between success yeah. and, and total failure. A lot of Not that you don't deserve to be ridiculed for it. For it Daryl Henderson, 2.7, could have played Le- Lev Bell, who had 10. 
those will be the questions that Mark's going to have to wrestle with for an offseason if he misses the playoffs. Yeah, really for the rest of his life. Yeah. So, that's why I have Mark at, or, so, Mark at six, Kevin at five. Before we reveal the final four, we may need to take a pause. Are we ready? And we may need to play some Among Us. All right. <laughs> Can't wait. Because I think that is about to happen. <laughs> so, um, we'll be right back. Uh, yeah. After Pol- playing Among yeah, Us, wait, what's... we gotta, can we gotta do what? What is Bill asking them to do? Where they do those funny like teases? It's like who's coming? Where they make fun of I think oh, uh, yeah. Mike Greenberg, the Greeny teases. <laughs> it's like who's in Evan's top four? It's not who you think coming up after the break. <laughs> um, who's the true? Oh no, this will be one because we're about to do Among Us. You know who's uh, who's in Evan's top four? Which one does he think might be the imposter? Find out after the break. Very relevant. And who's the new number one in the power rankings? There's a new... All right, we're back. All right, right back into it. Short break. Um, <laughs> An hour. <laughs> short break <laughs> for some pretty Just crappy Among Us, pretty honestly. Pretty terrible. Yeah, that big, wasn't that fun. It was fun to talk time. with everyone, but... Yeah. Five-person games... Not very good. No. It's amazing that in the sixth person, we couldn't get a single victory as the crewmates. Yeah. And in five, the imposters lost almost all the games. That is weird. It's just one person makes all the difference. I guess. Just makes all the difference. Because it's like, once you kill one person, you know, the very first time, and then it's you and just three other people, if one person has an inkling of it, it's tough. Or maybe we're getting better. Yeah, maybe we really improved in that one night of playing. I was definitely way better at the task. I, I, I For oh, yeah. a while, that one game, I was just walking around because I finished all my tasks, and I didn't realize it didn't give you any more. Yeah. And so I was just too. walking around. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then uh, it was good. I didn't even know how to use the map yesterday. So oh, once really? I figured out how to use the map, I was doing the uh, tasks. And then I also discovered how to use that admin thing, which was really helpful. I have not discovered that yet. Because... You can't see who it is, um, you can see where people but you can are. see where people are. Yeah. But with the vent thing that the imposter can apparently do, maybe it's not that helpful, but it is nice. I mean, if you see. saw where everyone was and then you saw a big jump and then you went to that room to right. see where they yeah, it did you. that, yeah. you try to figure out. Yeah, or I was looking sure. at and seeing where there were two people in a single room and then trying to get there and see who was coming from that direction. Yeah. But, so if you're not playing time. Among Us... You should join next time because it's a good game. You just need six or seven at least. Yeah, and the Discord app too. We should shout out. What a great app! Yeah, good app. Yeah, awesome. Easy to talk, easy to video, which I didn't know yep. you could do the first time. Easy to video. Yeah, let's get everyone in there. Honestly, we should start doing Discord Discord Lounge during NFL. Yeah, and <laughs> just hang out and better watch the games. Better than the sleeper app. Yeah, <laughs> just would be weird if people are streaming or something and are on different times oh yeah in the games you may get some yeah delayed reaction i'm usually pretty far behind yeah on the illegal streams yeah but fun night all right so should we get into the the top four that people yeah. have been waiting for top this four. entire time people have been waiting now two they've and been holding their four. breath <laughs> bated breath to hear your top four yeah number four got connor f feels so, right yep he's been there for a while um not one of the division leaders but Pretty much no way for him to drop out of the playoffs. Yeah. Seven wins. Uh, wait, is it? Yeah, he's at seven, and he's got a high enough point score that there's almost no way that even if he did drop out record-wise that he would not get the highest 
point spot. So yeah. he's mm-hmm. pretty much set. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's pretty much locked in. His team's good. His team's pretty much been good all season. Kyler show, incredible. Jacobs has been good. Keenan Allen's been awesome. Yeah, his team, his team is good. We'll see him in the playoffs. Contender. What more can you say? Yep. Um, number three, I've got Griffin. Yeah. He drops down, or actually, he. I think he was here last week, but he was at number one a few weeks ago. Dropped down after a few bad performances. He almost lost this one, but he pulls out the win. Very close. But, um, yeah. The last few weeks before this, last week, I think he was the lowest scorer in the whole league. He had like 70, 74 points. Um, but he was able to get back on track. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Division leader. Um, you know, he'll make a run, hopefully. That that last division leader is is going to be in a much worse position because they're not going to get a buy. But um, right now, and standings wise, I'm not sure he might be ahead of Tiz in the official standings. He is. He has two more points scored than Tiz in the same record. Two more points scored. So if yeah, that's going to get it could be tight between the two and three seeds. Yep, that's going to be big because basically you get an automatic playoff win. And there's six points, right? Six points of difference. Yep. So. Yeah, and that's huge. That buy, gosh, just means everything. Basically, it's toss up right now. The buy just means absolutely everything. Yep. Um, and then number two, I've got Alex C. So he drops down from number one. Interesting. Number no longer two. in the number one spot. Yep. And, uh,. Listen, his team has law uh, has scored back to back, sub one hundred point weeks. He did win this week, but but is it a regression? Yeah, his team is not trending in the right direction towards the playoffs. It's not what you want. Um, and when I was looking at his roster, it's pretty much just Russell Wilson and Alvin Kamara at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't trust Melvin Gordon anymore, even though he's he had two touchdowns this week. Christian Kirk is boomer bust, a lot more times bust than boom. Julio's good, but got dinged up. We'll see if he's even healthy. Hayden Hurst had a goose egg this last week. Yeah, played in one of my other leagues. Big disappointment. (laughs) Yeah, and then Godwin's been in and out of the lineup, and there's just a lot of mouths to feed there, so I don't know how consistent he's going to be. He doesn't really have anybody on his bench. Uh, Allen Robinson was on by, so there's that. He'll probably play him, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. You definitely don't want to see yourself fizzling out going into the playoffs. And Cook obviously an incredible start and an incredible season, but if you kind of limp into the playoffs, yeah, close to hundred weeks, does he fall? You know, if he goes, if he finishes what nine and four, and Tiz or someone goes one and one, can it, how close is the points? No, he'll have the tiebreakers. Um, yeah, he should have the tiebreakers. Unless, so unless they so, both pass him up yeah. on record. He's probably going to be the number one he's seed probably still. probably going to be a bye. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was just thinking about number one versus number two seed, but he'll still get a bye either way. Yeah. So yeah, he's pretty much That's a big advantage, but but yeah, based on team roster, yeah, I don't think I would take his team of many of the playoff teams. Um, yeah. So. 
That's why he's at number two. Number yep. one, Alex T. Alex freaking T. I think, you know, it's been quite a season. I think he <laughs> tore his team down, and then I think he built it back up. That trade with Kevin is what it all yep. goes back to. Yep. A season changer for both of them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so now he's got Kelsey. I mean, his roster is stacked. God, he's his got, roster is crazy. Well, QB is a little rough, but if he can find a good stream each week, he can piece it together. Then he's got Zeke. Then he's got Geo slash Joe Mixon, whichever one is the starter. Mm-hmm. Woods and Metcalf, two solid receivers. Travis Kelsey. The only good tight end. And then his flex is Amari Cooper. So he's got some other options too. Jarek McKinnon and Corey Davis. But starting lineup is uh, very good. Very good. Yep. That's going to be a tough out. But did Tiz make the playoffs? I forgot. Tiz had a pretty good season last year too. Yeah. Correct? He had Delvin Cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he was in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was off last year too. So another good run for Tiz. Yeah, I think as you look into the playoffs, that's probably the most formidable roster right now. Probably the one you want to play the least. Yeah, probably him or Connor. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, well, actually, now when I was looking through these, Griffin's roster, if when Chris Carson comes back, is actually pretty good too. True. But. Yeah. We'll see. So those are the power rankings. I like them. I, I agree with your rankings. I think those are actually very accurate. Which makes sense as the season goes on. The picture becomes yeah. more and more clear. They become more and more stable. Yep. So. You can see the tiers. You can see where it, it level steps up and down. Yep. With myself and like feeding at the bottom. <laughs> I up to Tiz and Cook feasting at the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. But yeah, it's the... I think the... The strengths of the teams are pretty clear at this point. It's just going to be execution. Yeah. Who's going to execute in the last couple of weeks? Who's going to move up and down in the playoff seating? Who's going to be on the outside looking in? You're going to hate to lose out on that point scored spot by a couple points, which is probably going to happen Gosh. to somebody. It's going to be a brutal. That seventh spot is going to be a brutal one. It's, it's shaping up to be me. I mean, yeah. yeah, more than likely. How it's many times I've you. lost by less than... Seven to eight points this year. It sucks. At least three, maybe more. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a fickle I, game. I could see my season being five points. Yeah. <laughs> five points on the season difference. Been there. Gosh. Yeah, that seventh seed is going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll be the top seed in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, probably wouldn't be. Because I assume toilet bowl would just go off record. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. But yeah. So that was it for the power rankings. Um the only thing left we have is the uh next week's matchups. Yeah, if you look at that. Which are very important, lots at stake. Big time matchups. Did uh did you come up with picks for each matchup? Yes, I'm ready with picks for each matchup. Alright, what should we do first? Sorry. Um Let's 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 start with lowest stakes game and build our way up to highest stakes game. All right. Or are um, they all too high stakes to see. to do that? The hmm. I guess that's kind of tough. Yeah, it's tough to it's rank tough to them say. on the spot. Yeah, and they're all pretty close. All right. Um, first one I've got is Connor versus Cook. Okay. 
Let me pull it out. I'm going to pull up my screen to see the players. Um, some more we were just talking about. I'm going to take Connor in this one. I think Cook's team is, is trending in the wrong direction. Um, I like the way Connor's team has looked. Um, I agreed. I also have Connor. Yeah, and I think this one, in terms of playoff implications, fairly minimal. As these two teams are both pretty much locked in, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Connor in this one. But maybe maybe Cook comes back big week, shakes it off, anything's possible. Yeah. But yeah, I put my money on Connor. Sleeper has him as a sixty percent favorite right now. Yeah, and to answer the question, the tease, I don't think we ever officially answered it. Cook's team is the imposter. Cook's <laughs> team is. They had a great start, imposter. a great season, but the reality is, you look at the new number one team in the rankings. They just trade, they shoot from the hip. They they make trades, sometimes three times a day. And uh, Cooks is just too hesitant to trade. I mean, it takes him days to ponder over these things, decisions. Sometimes trades are off the table by the time he gets back around. And uh, he didn't improve his team over the course of the season. Yeah. Now, there's obviously risks to trading, but there's also a lot of rewards. And I don't think he capitalized on the rewards. Mm-hmm. So gotta constantly be improving. Yeah. So But at the end of the day, as we said, this game probably gonna be fairly inconsequential. Yeah, this game they're both probably in the playoffs, so yeah, this is probably yeah. the least uh, Yeah, it's probably the least consequential. Yeah. Um but probably the highest hitting matchup. Yep. Two heavy hitters for Maybe sure. Maybe a little playoff preview. Could be. Division rivalry as well as we're in division season. Yeah. Would be interesting to get some division matchups in the playoffs. Really yep. stoke the rivalries. Three times in one season. Oof. Yikes. You know, they say you can never beat the team three times in yeah. one season. <laughs> <laughs> Who won between Connor and Cook the first time, I wonder? Cook, because I'm pretty sure he started out like 5-0 <coughs> and oh or something. Right. So, yeah. If he wins, if he wins this week, then he meets Connor in the playoff. That's a guaranteed oh, loss. For. He may want to throw this game yep. just to be safe. Yep. <coughs> his team is resting. Yep. Just put him on a bye, rest up for the playoffs. It could be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Next, I've got Ben versus Mark. Some consequences here. Um, big game for Mark. Huge game. Yep. Mark, he needs to win. Mark needs to win this one. Um, Ben's team sucks, as we yep. detailed. Um, I have Mark winning this one. Um, I think... Yep. There's a great chance oh, Ben P gets get that gets that zero and two slide, and I'm rooting yep. for it. So I am gonna pick Mark. Yep, I've got Mark too, just because I think uh, his team is better, which means he'll yep. win. <laughs> we should see who win eight out of ten times. I mean, Ben's uh, got Stafford in a QB, oof. which is he's listed as questionable right now. Clyde's been okay. I mean, we already detailed his team, but you know. Yeah. It's, it just doesn't look good. There's no one there who can really boom. And that's the tough part. You know, like, you know, Derrick Henry on Mark's side, Aaron Rodgers, Mike Evans, Andrews, if the freaking Ravens could do anything. But he at least has a couple of players that could go big and kind of win you the week. And I just don't see that upside with really anyone on Ben's roster. Yeah. But, yeah. Still, I mean, still a valuable game for Ben. If he wins this, he basically solidifies himself as not the regular season loser yep mm-hmm. this so. kind of puts him in if he wins this week he's kind of just in no man's land for the toilet bowl yep going into last week he's not going to yep. end up as last place and he's not going to make the playoffs so yep. his last week's just going to be kind of a throwaway week yep headed into the toilet bowl so yeah 
overall, big week for Mark. Yep, and I think um, he's going to come away with the win. Yeah. So next I've got Griffin versus Patrick. Kind of big. an inconsequential game. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't say Gr- big Griffin week needs for... it for playoff positioning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Griff needs it definitely more because at this point, I mean, Patrick's just going for the points. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He just needs his team to perform. And even that is just perform on a relative basis to you and Kev. Yeah. Really. Um, so I think... I, I mean, I think it's more... I think Griff's probably going to win this Griffin game. Needs it. He Griff. needs to um, secure the bye week. So yeah. He needs to win these last two weeks yep. battling Tiz. Yeah, I think Griff's team is going to be locked in. His team is strong. Yeah, th- I think Griff's probably got this one. I think I'll take Griffin, too. Chris Carson's back. His lineup's looking good, but he yep. should be back. And, uh, yeah, I think he's just got... His receivers are too good. If he gets his running backs back to full health, I think he'll win. Yeah, that's just tough. I mean, with is he gonna play? But yeah, his yeah his team's just too deep. I don't think so. He's got the firepower to compete. But on as we said on the bright side, could still be playoffs for Sweezy if his team can still put up some level of points. Yep. So mm-hmm. next, I've got Isaac versus you. Yep. Um. I think this will I think this will end up being kinda close. Um it's probably likely that Isaac wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've got. I said Yeah. I'll take Isaac. Odds are I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are I'm right. Yeah, I mean Chubb Chubb and Herbert, you know, gonna play Herbert this week. He's got a good matchup. Um Chubb's back and has a good matchup. Robinson's been good. Um, but it's gonna be tough. I mean, Mahomes is playing Tampa Bay, good defense, so maybe that helps me out if if he doesn't have a huge showing. No. Um, I don't know if Teddy's supposed to come back, which kind of hurts the Robbie Anderson value. Harris has been good. I'm going to definitely have to stream a different defense. Um, but I don't know. I think I got a decent shot here. Oh, you have James Robinson now. Yeah, you didn't know that? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think my... I mean, if you look at Chubb and Robinson versus Gibson and Gallman, who... Oh, yeah. I'd definitely take your running backs. And um, I think Herbert can match Mahomes. Maybe. Um, I'd definitely take his receivers. Yeah. <laughs> Hopkins and Fulgham. Yeah. <laughs> Tight end. Probably a wash. Probably, yeah. Duke Johnson. Hmm. I guess it just depends on if David Johnson plays, but apparently he was not good last week. I didn't look at his stats, but I don't. I mean, the fact that they're produ- producing, uh, projecting Duke Johnson for fourteen points, I think is ridiculous. Even if he starter, even, even if he's a starter, yeah. he sucks. <laughs> I've had him more, like he always seems like he's gonna be okay, and they always project him, but he sucks. He got six points last week. Ten carries for fifteen yards. Is that right? Yeah. Ten carries for fifteen yards. God, and so bad. Three catches for twenty yards. He's only the only good week he had fourteen was because he got a touchdown, and that was sixteen attempts for forty one yards and a touchdown. So basically, the only way I think he's sniffing that number is if he gets a touchdown. But you could say some of the same for Harris on my side. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's done. He's had way better weeks. I mean, he had seventeen for one hundred. He's had sixteen for a hundred. Twenty-two for one twenty-one. He had eleven for forty-three last week, but he got a touchdown. So, 
I'd rather have Harris than Duke Johnson. Are you thinking about playing Shark this week? I'm undecided on which receivers I'm going to play. Oh, so you're set on Harris. It's still in, Even still in flex. Michelle's Receivers versus, versus flex, too. Yeah. Um, Interesting. You know, it's tough because the, then I'm really betting. It's tough to play Chark and Robinson and really just bet the Jaguars offense. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they're pl- and they're playing they're playing Cleveland, um, yeah. which I feel like defense is pretty good, and they win just like a lot of gross, grinded out games. Yep. And I don't even know who's playing quarterback for Jacksonville right now. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. I it's gonna be tough for me to chart in, but I always battle with the high upside of receivers. First playing Harris. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'll but, probably play Harris. Yeah, it's a big big game, Isaac. Needs to go two and zero to make the playoffs. You need to win to get out of the suit. So, but I could lose, and it's not if Luke loses, yeah. and I lose. It's not a total death nail but if you, I lose, but he's got to get at least one win. Yeah, between the next two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully, this is it. I can tell you, as far as the flexing things go, whichever decision I make will be the wrong one. <laughs> That's <laughs> virtually guaranteed. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully my season's turned around a little bit. <laughs> yep. Next matchup, Tiz versus Kevin. Uh, I've got Tiz. I also had Tiz. I mean, he was number one in the power ranking. His team is stacked. Interesting yeah. that now these two are playing each other after their big blockbuster trade. Yep. Um, so maybe, I mean, I think most people sided with Tiz in that trade. So maybe Kev can prove some doubters wrong here with an upset victory. Um, maybe. But I think Tiz's roster is just too strong. It's too good. Too yeah. good. I agree. But similar situation. Kev doesn't need the win. Yeah. The win would do wonders for him. But the win would be great, but he's still in it if his team plays well. Yeah. But yeah we get to he really wants his team to play well and win. Yep. <laughs> that's what you want every week. You want your yeah. team to play well and win. And that's the hard-hitting analysis that's, that we're here to provide. That's the goal. <laughs> week in, week out. But even though he's facing the Tiz juggernaut, he can still be okay with the loss. Yeah. Not the end of the world. But yeah, I do think Tiz's team is just going to be too good. be interesting to see who Tiz plays at quarterback. Is he going to try to pick up someone off the wire? I'm assuming he's not going to play Cousins, right? I've got no idea what what's going on in his head. But maybe I don't Cousins know. Cousins versus Carolina. I don't know. Yeah, that's it says true. green. It says green. Green means go. <laughs> Play him. I don't know who else. I don't know who else on the wire though. That's a much better option. So yeah. I'll find him. Stay tuned to the matchups this week on Sunday to find out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the waiver wire pickups tomorrow yep. at noon yep. to see. Oh, I need to get my claims in. You better. Yep. Last minute pickups. Who are you targeting? I think I put in some preliminary claims, but uh, I haven't gone through it. Haven't finalized. Yeah. Yeah, I need to look at mine too. Yeah. Um, last matchup, P versus like. You versus like. Yeah. Um, I picked you because I'm rooting for you because <laughs> I need like to lose. Um, I also think your team is probably better than likes, and you're getting Josh Allen back. Your RBs have some good matchups. Yep. I took myself too. Naturally. I just I just think I'm gonna win. Debo but. Samuel hopefully coming back. 
Yeah. Not impossible for me to lose, though. Yeah, not sure. impossible. I'll definitely be with you. Like, talked a lot of trash, and yeah. he thinks he's going to win. Um, could be devastating for my season for, like, to win and me to lose. Yeah. Um, that, would, that would cinch me in last place, unless Ben P also loses out. So, yeah. I'm going to be cheering hard for you. Um, this game really doesn't matter to me. All I care is that I get points. big points yeah. outing. Yeah, again, so many so many teams in that situation of being able to live with the loss as long as their team puts up points. And you yeah. you definitely have that upside. Um, with Mike Davis, Mike Davis is going to get all the carries. Josh Allen back with a good matchup. Hopefully a shootout with Herbert, as we said. Hopefully. Would be great for both of us. Um, is that? I hope that game's on TV. Hopefully. Probably not, though. Probably not. I don't think they're streaming a lot of Chargers bills. <laughs> <laughs> here in this region or any yeah. as the Chargers have the least amount of fans in the entire league but yeah, yeah. I think you'll win yeah. it's going to be a really exciting week I'm very, I'm very excited week. to see what happens after all these games lots at stake even more Let's than last week stand. last week was a great slate of games a lot of games came down to the wire yeah always good and yeah don't okay. know if any games will come down to the wire but just as important have we talked about I feel like it got brought up in the group meeting. Have we talked about what happens if I end up in last place and lose the toilet bowl? I guess it would just be you running the mile or whatever. I guess you just have to do it. Yeah. I feel like that's probably fair. Yeah. You lost both. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's probably fair. I would yeah. sign up for that. Yeah. And I feel like if I'm willing to vote for that, it's the most likely case for that to happen too. <laughs> then probably it's probably the fair thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what we said last I year. I can't but, either. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Probably be unfair to go to the second... Person in the toilet bowl. Yeah, or second person in the season. I don't know. I don't know. I but, think, yeah, I think yeah. you just have to do it. Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. But, I expect the same easy treatment we gave Mark last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're in better shape. This is true. Mark was gassed. Mark was Mark was new death. <laughs> we were worried. We started to worry for the, the legal ramifications of Mark dying on that track. Don't want to go to jail on hazing. <laughs> I can just see them pulling up that picture in the courtroom of Mark dead in a suit. Yeah, that's a bad look for your league. Yep. So I think I could do it. I think I could do it in the suit. Maybe we could. Would we all play fantasy football in jail? I don't think you got phones in jail. Maybe you could sign into the local computer. But you can do that thing that they used to do in the olden days, like Cook was showing that his dad used to have. That's how where someone mails out the result, calculates it, and mails out the results. Newspaper and a box score. Yeah, you gotta have access to that, and we could all just write each other in prison and have one person write all the letters and say, "Here's what." Fight Club Jail League. <laughs> Find out on Friday if you won or not. <laughs> Friday. When you get your weekly mail call. <laughs> oh, gosh. It could be fun. Hey, it could be a good chance to recruit some new players into the league. Yeah. We could get co-owners. Everyone's uh, cellmates <laughs> could be your co-owners in the league. We'd have all the time in the world to produce content. All the, oh, it'd be a huge boom for content. Letters going out every day with new content. Letters going out every single day. They probably have better podcasting equipment, honestly. Yeah. 
because we want it. We probably want to. We'd be in a nicer prison, so we probably have some with some yeah. decent resources. Nice you know, white collar. Yeah, it's not a. Uh, it'd be what probably accidental manslaughter. Yeah. Divided amongst <laughs> seven people. <laughs> probably get like two years. Yeah, they divide up the sentence, so we probably each get a couple years. Yeah. Nice white collar prison. Work on our tennis game. Mm-hmm. Be great. Get in great shape. Yeah. It's going to be a good thing for us. Could be a couple year vacation. I'm starting to, get, <laughs> I'm starting to like this idea. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I think all, that's all we had. That's all we had on the agenda. Yeah. We're starting to get a little derailed. Anything else that we need know. to talk about? I think we covered a lot. Yeah. I'm excited for this week. Um, be very curious to see how the, the playoff picture looks. I'll be curious to see if I'm still alive to not be in the jiggy suit. So it's going to be an anxious Sunday for me. I may have yeah. to, I don't even know how much I'll be able to look at it. Honestly, I may need to take my mind off it and just <laughs> just get, get out and go get out of the house or something. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely be be interested. But it's gonna be a blast. I guess that's it. Yeah, I think we're good. Do we need to insert some closing music, closing theme music? No, I would just say, um, as I get ready to hit the button, peace out. <laughs>